everyone, and welcome back to Frequency Writer, Color the Magic, and Whole Soul Mastery. I'm Marie Moeller, and I'm an author, an intuitive, and the scribe of these particular messages from the Arcturian Collective that are here to seed in our awareness, the higher consciousness, the divinity, and the expansive luminous light that we all truly are. And we are living in a time where an upside down world is being flipped right side up. It's a time of grand illumination. It's a time of incredible exponential revelations. And it's a time of our individual and collective emancipation. And I'm so grateful that you're joining me today in these messages and marinades. We are here in red October, 2022, there are many layers in meaning of that symbology, those words, that imagery of the color red. It is a time of biblical events and biblical convergences and biblical unfoldments. These are biblical times, and we are the sacred souls. We are the courageous souls. We are the luminous souls who came to be here in these times of epic change. A lot of people don't really feel into the depth of what these times are really about, these ascension times, this time on planet earth where everything that is upside down and inside out is being turned right side up, right? And we are here in these marinades messages to expand our soul vision, to expand our awareness, to expand our language, right? To empower these changes inside ourselves. This is that time. So let's dig a little deeper. Let's take a deeper dive into this transmission from the Arcturian Collective about Red October 2022 and some of the energies that we may be working with at this time in this month of very potent energies of change. This alchemical fire frequency is here. I think the guides even talked about the crimson red tides of October, 2022. We're going to feel more heat this month. So I want to thank you for joining me. Let's take a ride. Let's take, let's sail off and on an adventure today. Let's see where this goes. Let's see what comes through. And I honor you in your sacred journey as you rise in red October and as you rise as this multidimensional avatar who's awakening and observing the crumbling of the 3D theater and the stage, but also who is summoned to where are you participating in creating what's new? Right. As the old crumbles, we're getting pretty good at seeing that a lot of us who would be watching a video like this know very well about this crumbling. They know very well about the revelations unfolding. They know very well about what has to come to the surface in the wounds of humanity that need to heal on a collective level. Many of us that are already aware of what's really been going on in the depths of those truths and revelations are being called, I think, in this shift, another shift inside us in 2022, as more of these alchemical frequencies pour through, we're being called to step up as the builders, the architects, the visioners, and what are our new foundations in that new earth, in that new economy? So let's take a deeper dive. Let's look at some of these parcels of energy and review them together. Thanks for joining me. Okay, so here we are reviewing the most recent transmission for Red October 2022, this energy update about multidimensional avatars who are awakening. 
That's the crescendo frequency I really focus on in this transmission. Yes, a 3D matrix is brought into the limelight and it is crumbling on its own stage. But what we really can be gleaning from this title alone is that in red October, in these alchemical times and tides of change, epic change, biblical change, multidimensional avatars are activating and awakening ever deeper, ever bigger, ever more luminously. And that's what I'm choosing to focus on as more storms continue to play on and play out in all of our lives. So in this big picture review today, we are focusing on that feeling the frequency of ourselves as these multidimensional avatars who are awakening. There is an intergalactic, interdimensional, and massively epic cleanup process, right? This flushing out, these revelations that are being exposed, and a colossal reorientation to divine truth, God's timeline, and sacred creation, and unity consciousness. There is this huge resetting and turning the world right side up and reorienting us to the God timeline and God's sacred creation. And in that process of the great flipping, of the great tables turning, of the great tides shifting, right? It is an epic cleanup process, just so expansive, it's hard to grasp. But vibrationally, we can feel its vastness, and we know that many things are being flushed out. Some of these storms are designed to flush out some very old and dark and dense energies. And it is part of this grand spiritual battle between good and evil. These storms are also an expression of that, but they are also part of the takedown of the old matrix and the cleanup process to raise the new. The storms are here, right? They are physical storms, financial storms, emotional storms, spiritual storms, and they are storms of fear, and they can even be storms of faith. Oftentimes in those great storms of fear, we find our faith, right? The storms forecasted and foreshadowed through many thousands of years time are here. We are experiencing them. We just saw it with Hurricane Ian, right? That was a very physical storm that traveled up the East Coast of the United States, right? There are also other storms. Many people might be experiencing what you might call invisible storms. Those are crises of faith, right? Those are crises of belief. Those are crises of our attachments. There are so many kinds of storms going on and you just have to pick one and look into it a little deeper and see how deeply it's impacting you and how deeply those kinds of energies that are requiring truth and transparency, revelations and emancipation now, how they're impacting you and impacting all of us. So the question might be, are we ready? Are the new earth Noahs that are listening today, are we ready? Are the 144,000 lightworkers ready, right? There's been a lot of messages about preparation, a lot of messages about Noah and Noah's Ark, a lot of strength and insights and fortitudes that we can glean from Noah's journey because we are those new earth Noahs now. In the film trailer that my collaborators and I created called Freeing an Incarcerated World, we spotlight how change is inevitable, but transformation is a choice. We could even say that change is inevitable, but ascension is a choice, right? 
And as we feel the energies of the deep summonings and invitations to change and to ascension and to transformation and transmutation, we may think about the energies of free will, right? God gives us free will. We are empowered with free will. There is endless divine and sacred support for each one of us, but it is our free will choice whether we're going to, to receive that, whether we're going to embrace that. And we can conceive of free will as another word or expression of choice. The power of choice is immense in our lives right now. It is so important, this power of choice in the frequencies of free will, in the storms blowing through our lives right now, in this awareness that change is here and it is inevitable, right? But the ascension part of it, how you're gonna experience those changes, how you're gonna experience the ascension and the biblical events unfolding is a lot of your vibrational choosing. And then I wanted to reflect again that the serpent loves complexity. It's how it hides. It's how it weaves into our lives. It's how it deceives and it's how it distorts God's living truth. You know, the serpent has had a long, long time to manipulate God's creation right? In certain realms and timelines of time, the serpent can either have a field day, depending on the consciousness of that realm, or the serpent is shut out. In this 3D realm, there were gaping holes and all kinds of pathways that the serpent got in and brought some minions of its own and then continued to seed more minions on this planet. And through all of that, the army of the serpent and the serpent itself, it loves to create distractions. It loves to create all kinds of deception. It loves to control the minds of these soulful beings that live in realms of divine creation that get usurped by this serpent. But what's the contrast to that? God loves simplicity. The truth, the light, the unity, and the oneness of all that is simply is. It doesn't need explanation. It is so clear and transparent. Everybody knows what it is on sight or by sentience. It doesn't need explanations because it's not complicated. It's not trying to hide things in the wrinkles and folds of all the deceptions that complex systems require. The serpent requires complexity and God simply is simplicity. And there's a huge difference between those things. I hope that each of you listening can really feel where is your life complicated? Where is your life simple? Where are things in your life that you know, without a doubt, you simply love them because they are simple, they are accessible, they are known to you, it's self-evident to you. That's how life is meant to be. All this complexity and complicated nature of our lives and the systems and the structures, that is so the serpent's doing through the minions that do its bidding, right? Let's remember that God loves simplicity and where you see simple things and you see simple, beautiful things and you look for simplicity, you can feel that energy just kind of wash over you. It's very simple. We see it all the time in nature when nature is in balance, right? We see it in newborn animals, right? They just have a simple joy in their body that's not complicated from years of fear of how human beings have treated animal beings for lifetimes and for centuries in this world, right? There's a simplicity and a grace to their knowing their divinity and you can see it. It's self-evident. 
right? That is what we're tapping back into when we see between the worlds, when we expand our soul vision and we move into this multidimensional avatar awareness inside us that we claim that it is awakening inside us and we're claiming that it is activating as who we really are. The ego lives in the complexities of the serpent's records of the past from its false Eden. The heart lives in God's simplicity and empowers freedom, sovereignty, conscious choice, and divine abundance of God's greatness and goodness, which are hallmarks of God's true divine Eden. All we have to do is take a breath and just see where in our lives are things simple and where in our lives have they gotten so complicated that we're so mired in the complexities that we don't know how to set ourselves free. And when we're tangled in our own lives because of those complexities that we have created largely by our serpent guidance inside us from a false Eden, we have to begin to disentangle from that matrix and that matrix may be us. We may be what's tangled inside the tangle of the serpent's false Eden. That's how the serpent likes it. God liked things clean and clear and pristine. You know, Adam and Eve were naked. So the story goes in the Garden of Eden, they didn't even have clothes to complicate things. They were just naked and transparent and authentic and divine unto themselves. Whether that's a real story or whether it's a symbolic story, we can certainly extract the symbology and know that we are made to become naked again, naked in the transparency of the simplicity of God's true divine Eden and not the complexities of the serpent's fake, false, and past Eden where all these distortions were created and we can cover things up with our clothes and our costumes and all the deceptions of ourselves, so much so that we've been wearing all these costumes that we don't even recognize the divine self that exists and that that divine spark is enough. Just being here on this planet is enough, but the serpent and the ego that serves the serpent largely believes that we're never enough that we have to go to school and get more degrees, that we have to work really hard to get things that we deserve, right? God's Eden just gives it to us. The abundance just is, it simply is. So I wanted to focus a little bit more in on the ego, the ego that lives in the past, which typically is the serpent's false Eden, likes to chew on all of the details at an energetic level and drive our perceptions and lenses of who we are. There is a metaphor I have recently shared with clients and people that I know to illustrate this point. And I've been, I've called it ABC gum, which has already been chewed gum. Many people have heard that term before, right? Already been chewed gum. It's kind of gross. So egos around the world who are living at this time, right? And embodying unconscious living and lower vibrational awareness, love to pass around this already been chewed ego gum, which ultimately is the gun and the weapon of the serpent to reinforce and propagandize really its false Eden. Just when some people are waking up, this often happens when a lot of people are first starting their awakening journey, or even if you're a seasoned veteran and consider yourself a multidimensional avatar who's awake, we still can have family members, friends, acquaintances, coworkers, etc., 
who are directed and guided and pushed by their egos to offer you some of that old ABC gum, some of that old already been chewed gum. They want you to return to chewing that ABC gum with them because when you chew it and they're chewing it, you're both chewing it together. It helps them visit with the old 3D version of you that they want to see. They don't want you rising into some higher vibrational, clear, soul-sighted, totally transparent, very authentic, divinely alive, awake, and aware part of your being because they're still in the pain while they chew the ABC gum. They're chewing it and chewing it and chew it, and they pass it to you to chew it. It's just like when people want to gaslight people, right, with some topic, some trigger, some thread, something to tether you back to the past, which is where their ego is living. The past is the serpent's false Eden, right? So this is a big time of these storms. How often are you returning to the serpent's false Eden in your ego consciousness? How often are you chewing the already been chewed gum? You can do this with yourself. You don't need another person to do this with you. You give yourself already been chewed gum. When we replay again and again and again, old tethers, old triggers from our past that isn't who we are. And if it was who we were, it was an aspect of us when we were asleep in the illusion. So here I am talking about these relatives, friends, acquaintances, coworkers, people that we know who to make themselves comfortable in the pain that they're carrying around, that they're chewing around and they're already been chewed gum right now, right? They want to pass you the gum and say, you chew it for a while. So they give you some kind of tether or trigger or, you know, something that creates a little bit of fire in your conversations where you have tension, where you have pain, where you have suffering, when you have discord, where you have disagreements, right? And it's saying, please, I'm going to give this to you and I want you to chew it for a while. And very good hearted people often chew on that. Then the serpent is loving the complexity that's going to happen here because the person who just passed you the gum is in their pain. They're still chewing on it and they unconsciously, consciously somehow passed you the gum so that if you chew it, they feel better because now you're chewing on the same pain they've been carrying around too. And then you add your, you know, chews of pain and you stir up your past memories and you say, okay, okay. And then you give it back to them and whatever you, this dialogue you're having through the chewing of the already been chewed gum. It's a really kind of uncomfortable metaphor, but it's kind of appropriate for these times of the great storms going on. So I just want to return to this again, where I was saying egos around the world when living in and embodying unconscious living and lower vibrational awareness, love to pass around this already been chewed ego gum, which ultimately is the gun and the weapon of the serpent to reinforce and propagandize its false Eden. Just when some people are waking up, or if you still are awake and you've been awake, there are those family members, friends, acquaintances, coworkers, etc., who are so often directed through their own egos to offer you some ABC gum. They want you to return to chewing that ABC gum with them because that helps them to visit with the old 3D version of you that they want to see. And it makes them feel better about themselves for the timelines of pain and the consciousness and the chewing on the pain that they continue to do repeatedly, repetitiously, over and over and over and creating those very same life experiences. Even your own ego may offer you some ABC gum of the time when your brother said this or your daughter did this or your fifth grade teacher said this, 
right? We all know those stories that rattle around in our heads in those records of the serpent's false Eden. The serpent's Eden is thick with lower vibrational debris that is mostly, if not 100% illusion. So the question is, what are we chewing? Do we receive ABC gum from other people around us so that we can chew on their ego perceptions too? Do we receive our own ego sculpted ABC gum that we tuck somewhere in a glass or the counter before we go to bed and we wake up and we say, oh good, I'm so glad my gum is waiting for me. And we pop it in first thing in the morning before we do anything else, any gratitude, any any um, interacting with nature or brushing our teeth or any kind of self and soul care. No, a lot of people wake and the first thing they do is they put in the already been chewed gum from the day before, right? What are we chewing? Where are we spending our time? What are we chewing on in terms of thoughts, vibrations, feelings in the storms going on on the planet in this red October? What are we chewing on? And do we keep chewing the same emotions, irritations, frustrations, judgments, etc., about ourselves and others? Where is the liberation in that? So when I look at this big picture review that I'm seeding for this conversation today, right, that we are these multidimensional avatars who are awakening, that there are these intergalactic, interdimensional, and massive epic cleanup processes going on, this colossal reorientation to divine truth, God's timeline, and God's sacred creation, when we know that the storms are here, these physical storms, these emotional storms, financial storms, it's happening in world markets. It's happening in every system and structure on this planet. They are getting shaken to awaken, right? That's the time of that. This is the time that we're living in. And the questions are, are we ready? Are the new earth Noahs that are listening ready, right? And the power of choice and the free will we have inside us. And then this, the, this awareness of how much the serpent loves complexity and where are we living in complex systems inside our own lives? Does it need to be that complex? Where can we look for and dedicate ourselves and decide that we're choosing simplicity in every way that we can to uncomplicate our lives and set ourselves free from the entanglements of the serpent's complexity, which is how it controls this world? And then there's this awareness of the ego and this already been chewed gum, which is a metaphor for how we keep chewing on the past records, ours and others, of the serpent's false Eden. And we're chewing and chewing and chewing an illusion that never gets better. Already been chewed gum doesn't get new flavor the next day. It's the same flavor every day over and over and over. It's like a ritual of entering the past in our mind that never heals, that never has bigger solutions, that is always trapped in the serpent's matrix with no way out until we realize, do I want to choose that gum? And then we ask ourselves, do I want to chew that gum? The chewing is a choosing. And we may say, I don't want to choose any gum. And in my timelines, there is no gum. And if the gum is the metaphor for the weapons of the serpent that uses these guns of the past, that uses this gumminess of the past to keep us tethered in its world and its entanglements, then that brings up deeper questions about what conversations and connections are we having with ourselves and others? 
where in those connections with other people are there complexities and complications? Where is the simplicity? The more the 144,000 light workers, whether it's exactly 144,000, I don't know, but there is definitely an energy of a lot of star seeds on this planet. And there's more of us than we think. We are in a time of really looking at our lives and seeking that simplicity and observing the complexity and noticing when people around us are chewing the already been chewed gum of their pain and all the pain of the people around them that they're resonating with. And we get to look at that gum as they're passing it to us in something they might say, in something they might do, in some kind of a betrayal, in some kind of an attack, in some kind of a judgment, whatever it is, they're passing it to you in that form. And as they're passing it to you, the awakened avatar, the multidimensional awakened avatar is saying, hmm, I know about that gum. I'm not interested in that already been chewed gum. A lot of what's in that gum is yours and it's not mine. And we decide, we choose to not chew the gum that they're giving to us, that we choose to know ourselves and our God selves. And we continue on the path, continue to choose the God timeline, which is the simple timeline. And it's not all this karmically entangled chewing gum and, you know, sticky tethering triggers that would bind us back into dynamics of the third dimensional matrix, right? The 3D matrix. So October, 2022 is flushing the ego drivel from the serpent's false Eden to the surface. It's our choice when we see what is rising to the surface of humanity's consciousness, whether we will simply observe the revelations for the truth or the illusion they bring to us for the lessons they ultimately want to give to us, that's where the storms and the revelations can be productive. When we, when we are open to observing them, gleaning the lessons and leaving the garbage to dematerialize, that's part of the choice. Or whether we will chew on it, all those revelations in dynamics with other people where the serpent's involved in the egos of that conversation, or in the larger collective, these revelations on a much grander scale about global events, global corruption, global things revealing themselves. So will we chew on that like ABC gum again and again and again, keeping us safely and securely stuck in the 3D matrix and the serpent's false Eden? God's divine Eden awaits. And the time for big choices and these epic conscious choices is on our shores. A good friend of mine was talking about the shores of sovereignty inside herself. And I really felt that. I felt like we might be either choosing shores of sovereignty and clarity and transparency where there's no gum on that island and there's no guns of the serpent either. It is a completely sovereign essence unto our, ourselves, shores of sovereignty inside ourselves. Or we can choose by default, perhaps, or unconsciously, the shores of separation, the shores of fear and doubt, and the shores of all that is largely in that ABC gum and that, that island of the shores of separation where you're a lone island, you're isolated, you're fearful. You have an eternal supply of that serpentine ABC gum, that serpent's already been chewed gum that's already pre-programmed and all your pain points that you chew on again and again and again. 
and that keeps you tethered into that false sense of safety and security inside the serpent's matrix because at least it's familiar. Many of us are ready to leave the familiar. We have maxed out whatever that ABC gum is. And we know that that ABC gum leads to zero nutrition for our spirit. It leads to zero emancipation for our soul selves and our soul sight. And it leads to zero emancipation for our soul path and our purpose and the presence. We really came here for the earth. There is no room at the inn in the serpent's Eden for your true self unless you choose it. Very powerful energies blowing through in the storms in red October 2022. And we can choose to be these new earth Noahs who are listening and who have been preparing and who have built that ark or who are in the process of building the ark, who I would identify as one of these 144,000 light workers, this global conscious community that's awakening and rising more than ever before on planet earth. And we can recognize that change is inevitable and it is happening happening, but the ascension process and empowered and alive and awake ascension, joyful ascension is a choice. So we get to choose the simplicity or the complexity. We get to choose the serpent's false Eden or God's divine, amazing, original garden of Eden and God timeline and resetting us into the divine creation again, right? It is our choice. And we do get to ask ourselves, are we ready, right? Are those who are listening, are we ready? And also, are we aware of the power of our choices in every single moment? And also, are we chewing anybody else's already been chewed gum? Are we receiving it from family and coworkers and somehow tolerating it? Is that a choice now that maybe it's time to put the gum down? It's time to put the serpent's guns down through the manipulation of words and the gaslighting of people into conversations that a lot of awakened star beings and awakening souls, spirits aren't interested in having anymore. We're going to have to learn what this ABC gum is and that we're not accepting it anymore, where we simply have this awareness of a return to sender and we send it back to its source. And if those people want to continue to chew on the false Edens, all be already been chewed egoic gum and guns and weaponry of the 3D matrix, they are perfectly sovereignly empowered through free will choice to inhabit that experience. But a lot of awakened avatars, a lot of multidimensionally awakening avatars know that there's no life force of God in that already been chewed gum. And we are choosing something else. And while a lot of other people who are unawakened, uninitiated still at this point, although change is inevitable, right? So it's coming to all of us. They may be focused on those already been chewed stories and still chewing on all those old painful emotions. The awakening avatar, the multidimensionally awakening avatar can instead of chewing on that gum with them, sitting side by side and, and moving our vibrations down lower several octaves so they can feel more comfortable with who we are. We may be stepping up now, summoned to be the builders. Are the 144,000 light workers ready? Are the new or earth Noahs ready? Not just to sail the seas of the storms that are coming ever bigger and bigger crescendos, but really are we ready to portal into the building of the new? 
And those are conversations for maybe another marinade's message or another conversation in a podcast that maybe I can have sometime soon. What are the new things that we are building? So let's listen for that as we review the next parcels from the transmission. Okay. So number one, the first key parcel to review, and I love this image for those watching the video on the screen, this, you know, this synergy of the fire and the water, right? This yin and yang nature of the elements. They're all here to empower us. They're also here to burn away or to flood away anything that's false. So here the guides say, dear ones, it is Mother Earth, Mother Mary, El Moria, and the Arcturian High Council here, streaming through the heart of unity consciousness and the light of the central suns. There is a fireball of energies touching your world and touching each of your hearts as the awakening anthem plays on in the hearts of all on the planet today. September raised the tides of change to a new octave, October will pour them out. Fire and water are energies that will stream through in October 2022. Each of you will be touched by the fire frequencies in October's alchemical awakening time, as well as the water frequencies that will rise up as well. They call this time on your world the biblical storm, and you may be getting a sense from our entrance in this transmission today that it is indeed a time of upending the serpent's games and setting planet Earth right in her rightful place in God's creation and releasing her from the serpent's underworld, which is the 3D matrix all on planet Earth have been living in. It is a huge pivot and shift to understand that the creation we've been living in, that we've been sold was God's creation, but that it was God's creation that the serpent usurped. And few, if any, have really talked about the usurping of God's creation into and flooding into all of our perceptions, having us believe through centuries and centuries and centuries of time that this was God's creation and the serpent was just this little tiny thing that slithered around every now and again. No, the serpent has been alive and well and feeding off our life force since the beginning of the separation cycle. And it creates the storms that we have to chew on and then we have as a collective fears in our psyche and in our consciousness until we realize who creates those horrible life damaging storms, who creates those so that it can feast on the fear and it can feast on the mortality and it can feast on all of the things that it thrives on. These, this is a big awareness and so September and October of 22 has been flushing more of this light of the central suns, more of the light of this fire and water frequencies coming to the surface, right into this biblical storm that's happening. And now to reveal the serpent's games that have been going on for so long so that God can set the planet right. It is a time of upending that serpent, the serpent's games, the serpent's deceptions, the serpent's illusions, and the serpent's insidious nature so that people don't see the serpent who creates all the problems. They just see each other. So they fight each other instead of realizing the serpent set the fire. The serpent created the storm. The serpent made somebody say this or that the serpent in them. So that's when we have to get more of a handle on our, the egos inside us where the serpent is still kind of mind controlling through the mental mind and through the left brain, 
right? A lot of the things that we do through our programmed habits and vibrations through time, we have to throw off those costumes that the ego serves the serpent. And we have to rise up and realize the heart is aligned with God. Either you are serpent serving through your ego lenses and filtrations, or you are God aligned and dedicated to be a servant of the living light of God almighty, of the omnipotent, omniscient source, divine creator of all creation. I mean, that is this power of the choice and fire and water are stepping up in this month, right? To really wash in and alchemize in this awareness of what we must leave behind, which is the ego's attachment to the past as it serves the serpent energy, right? It's the serpent's false Eden, not God's true Eden. Very powerful to continue to bathe in that energy and to wake up to that reality. Okay, so parcel number two. So let's breathe in a deep divine breath, dear ones. Feel the cooling, comforting, and prana-filling blessings of receiving a deep divine breath in these times. All of the core elements, air, fire, water, and earth, are accompanying you in this epic journey you find yourselves in, in October 2022 and the fall months of 2022. Divine breathing the etheric element of air will be a key aspect of bringing the soothing, loving, and healing hands of God into your lives as the intense fire frequencies and water energies storm through this month's red October biblical events and beyond. Feel the soothing, calming, and grounding nature of sacred breathing when challenges abound when triggers have sprung, when revelations have emerged, and when hope and faith feel like a far-fetched dream you once knew, find your center in your sacred breathing. Conscious breathing is your truest prosperity, dear ones, beyond any material riches, beyond any religious protocols, beyond many of the ways that humanity has been conditioned to complicate God's source creator's love for each precious soul and element and aspect within this grand creation. Your conscious breathing and your unified breath with source is your greatest wealth of all. This is your divine life force. This is where creation begins. This is where all life begins. And this is where you will find your stress, your overwhelm, your fear, your uncertainty, and your anger abate and dissipate in the melting and neutralizing frequencies of a series of single conscious breaths embraced with an open heart and hearts filled with the energies of divine surrender to divine will and conscious reunion again. Whoa. I mean, that powerful parcel and that image on the screen of this person in the sunset or sunrise energies, I'm not sure which one it is, but those frequencies of a red crimson nature right? Bringing these elements in this awareness of red October, fire and water and air and earth all together, right? This is accompanying us in this month of October, and we can bathe in this cooling, comforting, and prana-filling blessings of a deep divine breath 
to cool down the intense frequencies of the alchemization, the clearing, the incineration of the old energies that have no place in the new earth consciousness where we're going, vibrationally first and then physically and materially second. But it's happening more and more and it's quickening. More of us are physically in the new earth time. More of us are financially in the new earth economy, the new quantum financial system, the new earth's energies that are streaming forth God's abundance for everyone and everything. And I love how they are streaming through that conscious breathing is our truest prosperity and probably be, should be our truest priority at this time. And when challenges do come in and triggers are sprung in our experiences with ourselves and others during the storms and the, and the already been chewed gum offerings that people around us will offer to us, or you may offer to someone else, we can. Take a deep divine breath in when challenges abound and triggers are sprung, right? We can have hope and faith when we feel like those seem to be elements and energies of a far-fetched dream you once knew. The truth is you lived fully integrated with faith, with the knowing of God inside yourself. If it feels far away at some point, it's just there's some complexity in between you and God. There's some complexity, there's some distortions, there's some propaganda, there's something serpent initiated and perpetrated in between you and the memories of the hope and faith and goodness and love that you once knew. You know it for a reason. So when challenges abound and you feel stretched and you feel triggered and you feel like you can't catch your breath and you feel like you're angry or frustrated or whatever it might be, take a breath because your breath closes the gap and uncomplicates things. When you're breathing consciously in that way, you're in union with source. You're in your power. You're in your fifth dimensional core if you'll let yourself have it. And then if you forget and you regularly breathe, you 3D breathe for a while and you feel more of the challenges coming back, then just make it a point to take a conscious breath and breathe yourself into a fifth dimensional consciousness that knows that this too will pass. And you don't have to inhabit and you don't have to give life force to the pain of the 3D matrix that your ego is chewing on. You can notice that your ego is chewing the chewing gum, right? And you can turn to your conscious breath and conscious breathe away what your ego was ABC gum chewing into you, you can conscious breathe it away into dematerializing. And then you might have to make some choices where you choose simplicity over the complexity of the already been chewed pain of the serpent's matrix that someone outside of you is trying to give to you or that your ego is trying to give to you from within. We conscious breathe our way into, into union with source and then into our divine prosperity on every level of our being. And it requires a new vibrational habit. So we are going to be consciously breathing through the month of October and beyond. I mean, I think things are accelerating and amplifying and aren't going to slow down. Okay, the third parcel to review is that the Serpent's Eden has been quite a movie, hasn't it? It has engaged your attention and life force in these cycles of separation consciousness and karmic contracts for what seems like millennia. And who are the characters and actors in this grand movie production? You, all of you. And many have been waking up, becoming sentiently aware that the theater you once performed in, the 3D Matrix and 3D Earth, is the game. It is the illusion. 
And there was a moment, a beautiful precipice in this lifetime, where just a moment before you were deeply asleep in the matrix, participating in the matrix as if it is and was real and the only reality you ever knew. Titles, houses, degrees, spouses, children, families, goals, desires, bank account ledgers, debt, abundance, struggle, joy, sorrow, sickness, and health were all a part of the movie you once belonged to moments before. And then as if by fairy dust or perhaps a real catalyzing event, you breathe a new oxygen, a new prana, and a new level of sight. And in that transitory and transitional moment, you see something that can be described as seeing in between the timelines. You capture in a single conscious breath, a single moment in union with source, a glimpse of the theater you were just engaged in, believing yourself to be the actor in your very own play, your very own movie. And you catch a glimpse of a parallel reality that holds for you a much higher frequency, a much higher interconnectedness with everyone and everything. And you see yourself with awe as you witness your observations of your observations. That is powerful. This is the first time you begin to see yourself more clearly than you have in a long, long time. And you, in that split second of awareness, know the lifetimes that you have been playing in the serpent's false Eden that you, just fractions before, just fractions of a second before, believed to be true and to be all there is. Whoa! I mean, that parcel is vast in what they're sharing with us. That parcel is all about soul rediscovery. That is about those breaths that we take, that we catch glimpses of us in a time and space, in between time and space, where we can see the illusion and we know we are not that illusion. So if we're not the illusion in that observing place, who are we? And I think more people are having glimpses of the glimpses. They're having observations of the observations. And we're seeing with awe, that's not me. The me that's fearful, the me that's distrustful, the me that's disconnected, the me that's chewing that old gum. Maybe we didn't chew it 10 times when 10 people offered it, but on the 11th offer, it was just so right for us. We took it in and we chewed it some more. That is not you. That isn't who we are. That's a part of your third dimensional circuitry that the serpent has been running through your ego filtrations for centuries and centuries of time. It's not that the ego inside us is evil. It just has a false master. It learned to survive in a 3D matrix that it had to serve the false mastery of the serpent because its perception was that God abandoned it. And therefore, its allegiance is to the serpent's instructions and propaganda instead of to the God voice within. And when we consciously breathe and we are intending to listen to the God voice within, we can find ourselves catching these glimpses more and more of weight. I'm not that soul that chews the already been chewed gum. I'm not the soul that keeps chewing on the pounds of pain in the gum that it carries like timeless and you know, ever streaming memories and, and records from the serpent's false Eden of all the times we've ever felt pain ever. We can see that and say, that's not me. 
that struggle with our spouse, that argument with our parent, that challenge with your child, whatever those things are, they're all stemming from a false Eden that the serpent is scripting the dynamics and it's scripting it through your ego responses to each other that you're passing around with the already been chewed gum. But if we take a moment and we take these breaths and we unify with the truth of source, we catch ourselves as the observer of the observer of the observer, observing more of the depths of the serpent's Eden so we don't have to chew on them. We don't have to chew on those parcels of pain in those observations. We can simply observe them and say, oh, wow, that's not even mine. That is serpent seeded memory. The serpent's false illusion of the false Eden is only serpent seeded memories that the serpent seeded in our life scripts, in our collective life scripts through thousands of years. So we all feel like those are our memories but those are the serpent scripted memories. They are not who we are. And so through our breath, it's when we can catch ourselves or transport ourselves into a time outside of the serpent's time. When we connect with our spirit, when we connect with our chakra pillars and we leave the serpent's games, even if that tiny, tiny glimpse, I've had more glimpses and then they've grown into lingering moments. And then they've grown into portals where I can consciously put myself there. And the more you appreciate being the observer of the observers of the observations of the observations, you can start to let yourself out of the matrix. You start walking yourself out. You start vibrating yourself out. Admission is by vibration and probably leaving the 3D matrix is by vibration. So if ascension and admission is by vibration, right? Departure from the 3D matrix is by vibration. We have to find a way inside us to breathe with source. So where we capture in a single conscious breath, in a single moment, in union with source, a glimpse of the theater we were just engaged in. But with that conscious breath and that conscious union, we see in a fraction of a second, a fraction of a perception, something turns our attention into the observer and we're witnessing our 3D selves having that experience of that exchange with ourselves or others. And we're recognizing it as that's the illusion right there. I am departing that illusion. I'm not going to chew on that pain. I'm not going to chew on those vibrations of pain. And I'm going to shift my vibration to commitment and dedication to this union in my breath with source. And I'm going to commit in my breath to make other choices today, maybe two more choices today, where I consciously nurture the divine essence and divine spark in myself. That's a lot of what this is talking about. The serpent's Eden, the false Eden is a movie that's engaged our attention for a long time. But the God breath within is offering us an alternative to that to say, unify with me and we will return to the original Garden of Eden together in mission through your perceptions, admitting yourself through your vibrations into the God timeline and simultaneously departing the games of the serpent's false Eden. That is so powerful. Okay, the fourth parcels are, we are here to remind you that is your very breath and the act and art of soulful breathing that awakens your divine breathing and thus that awakens your divine seeing, believing, knowing, and remembering. This October, 
This alchemical and biblically stormy October and fall season of 2022, you will be called to remember your divine breathing and your ability to portal into the heart of God and to partner with the heart of God as your lifeline in the storms. More of the serpent's false Eden is going to crumble. More of the false Eden's roads beneath your feet and its systems of governance and religious control is going to crumble and fall as more gets exposed to reveal every untruth ever sold to the sentient collective throughout this serpentine movie and old world age and cycle. All that is upside down will be exposed and dematerialized as more of the God energy pours into this world to set it right. That's the vibration I feel in the storms. God is setting things right. In the vibrations of the storms, whether they are darkness manifested or whether they are light side manifested in this biblical war, I am trusting that God is setting things right. In every storm, God is setting things right. In every financial storm, God is setting things right. In every biblical storm, God is setting things right. In every weather storm, God is setting things right. That is a powerful mantra. God is my source and God is setting everything right in my life and for the collective. Powerful prayer, powerful image too of this person looking at that crimson sun on the screen. Okay, parcel number five, I believe. If you have ever been on stage, the lighting can be intense. The energy activities and physical embodiment of the acting and dancing in roles and lines to play and say create heat and electromagnetism that also keeps the audience engaged in the show as well. When you add the audience's energies, emotions, and electromagnetism, you have a living theater. Now, in this scenario, we are painting for you 100 more lights will turn on on that stage, then another 100, and maybe a 1,000 new lights activate and turn on further, and the picture becomes much more illuminated. The picture and performances on stage become that much brighter. Nothing can hide. No magic tricks can be concealed in that level of light. And it is here that many will feel the heat of the increasing light beaming up on stage, pouring over the actors and pouring over the entire audience as well. All are being illuminated in this grand divine production now as the story of the old 3D matrix is brought to an end on its own stage. The 3D matrix is revealing itself to itself and with more light beaming in from the heart of creation through the grand central suns, Mother Earth is central stage in the cosmos. And the transmutation of all that is dark, concealed, covert, and insidious in nature is rising to the surface as well to be revealed so the actors and audience can witness themselves awakening from a deep cinematic slumber whose time has come to an end. It is the movie that is coming to a close, not the life force and divine presence in all of the souls who had once participated in this grand 3D theater and movie on Earth. The power of that light on stage, you can see it in this image on the screen for those watching the video. It's intense. I can't imagine the, the extra degrees of heat that actors and you know tech crew feel up on stage with the heat of those lights. It's very powerful. 
And when you add the audience's energies, the emotions and electromagnetism, and then that of the actors singing and dancing in their roles, right? When you add all of that, you have a living theater. This is what the Serpent's Eden has been conducting, right? All are being illuminated now, though, in this grand divine production, as the story of the old 3D matrix is brought to an end on its own stage. The Serpent is the star actor here. It is what is ultimately going to come and take the final bow for its performance in this craziness in this 3D realm and experiment. It is revealing itself to itself. There's so much luminous light illuminating that living theater that we are going to literally, I think, soon be transported and teleported into a higher dimensional realm and reviewing just what we had not seen moments before, but we're seeing now as more of this unfolds, this new soul site that it was an illusion, that these were you know, pounds of pain that humanity has been chewing on for forever, but it could be distorted and swiveled around like a magic trick where you couldn't track it. And then you just believe that, that that was all that life is and was here. That's how the serpent has had its way with humanity and the sentient collective here, but no more, right? We are waking from the deep cinematic slumber. We are waking from the deep theatrical slumber and sleeping, and we are rising as multidimensional avatars who are awakening. It really is time. Okay, just a few more parcels to review. In the new risen 5D earth, nothing is theater. It will all be energetically, timelessly, eternally real and true. Stories as you know them will evolve into conscious and cosmic storytelling based on truth, dream visions of the individual and collective souls on this planet, and illuminations the likes of which humanity has not seen in some time. Performances will stream the exuberant excellence and harmonious enthusiasm that all will delight in for the new artistic expression to come will be the grand sharing of many precious soul beings gifts and abilities. A real desire for authentic talent expression will emerge to be what humanity seeks to experience. And the old manipulations that technology once perpetuated on the people will cease as the collective desires to use technology for the greater good and the collective good. That's a vision board right there in the new risen 5D earth. Nothing is theater. Everything is energetically, timelessly, and eternally real and true. I think we're going to experience a whole new level of cinema, a new level of transparent truth told in cinematic stories. It's going to be way more engaging to see what real people are doing and the stories that they tell in perhaps a new earth way that illuminate the truth of humanity instead of the serpent's illusion of humanity that would have us believe we are this violent, unconscious, demonic, crazy, confused, debt-slaved people. That's simply the serpent's forecast, casting for us what it wants us to know of us. But in the new risen 5D earth, I love hearing that the new cinema, the new theater, the new arts are going to be debuting what is awesome about our divinity. And that is a world that I am portaling into now and I'm continuing to connect with and inhabit vibrationally because I'm admitting myself by vibration into that world. And the invitation is there for all of us too, but we know 
Those of us that know what we know, know that you have to observe the illusion, the truth of the illusion and the revelations to know why you're portaling in, to glean the lessons of that experience so that you can integrate that and portal yourself into this new 5D earth, right? Admission is by vibration. And this integration is also a key aspect of your locomotion of your movement into the new world it's going to require all of it the observation of the revelations of the old and the lessons there for you and the creation and the building of the new that's calling you forward all of you is being invited to vibrationally rise okay another key parcel is so let's return for a moment to that energy of catching yourself seeing between the worlds for many will in the movie that must play out and play on for the great awakening process deeply underway on your world in the fall of 2022. This is a powerful phenomenon that many will find themselves in as more of the matrix crumbles, fails, falls, and dematerializes. Aspects of everyday living that were relied upon may have been part of the old false 3D matrix. So routines and systems and landscapes that could once be counted on when the collective believed in the physical structures and systems as a whole will wobble as more turn away from participating in that collective dream and that collective belief. When divine souls around the world en masse begin to see between the worlds, or we could say when they begin to see behind the curtain and catch the wizards pretending to be Oz or God, and the collective ceases to believe together in that movie, in that show, in that false reality, there will be a time when you each and all will need to catch your breath. And we would say there will be a time when you will need to deeply breathe in between the timelines of the 3D matrix's serpentine false Eden and the new and rising 5D new earth God timeline that always is and always was. That's a very powerful return they just invited us to, to catch ourselves seeing between the worlds. We are going to be seeing that false Eden, the serpent's false Eden, as we take more breaths and be in a time outside of time as we witness this new rising 5D earth and God timeline emerging as a remembrance of us before we entered with our consciousness, this perception of this 3D earth being what's real. As a very multidimensional passage and parcel, I will say, and one worth spending a little bit of time in, right? Okay, this next parcel says, and it is your conscious breathing that will sustain you and your life force when more challenging failures of the 3D matrix crumble your belief system and your faith in the 3D world and movie as you may have just known it mo moments before. The Great Awakening is real. The movie that has captivated souls in 3D for a long, long time may be false, but it was all-consuming for the serpent and for the souls trapped within this prison planet. As it no longer consumes you due to the light's majestic and pervasive and expansive return, people will awaken and see with multidimensional vision the truth of the illusion and the illusion in the truth, as we referenced a few transmissions ago. 
up will seem down and truth will seem an illusion in some of the next stages of the awakening. And yet once all see there is a veil, a curtain or an illusion that is peeling back, there can be no denial at that point. The timelines are simply a conscious perception away from each other, whereby the physical experiences you have in any given moment and physical incarnational experiences are simply by your vibrational awareness of where and who you are. That is the great transparency of your time, your vibrational coordinate in time and space in these higher realities, right, is based on your ability to vibrate in certain levels of consciousness that permit your entrance into those experiences. That is how we travel in this new earth. That is how we vibrationally portal in to telepathic communication. That is how we vibrationally portal into higher vibrational gifts and abilities we all have. That is how we vibrationally portal into knowing the great awakening is real. This is another powerful perception of becoming more aware and observing how the serpent consumes us and consumes our energy. It is a realm of consumption and consuming the life force of God's children through the consumption of our payment of taxes, through the consumption of our fear, through the consumption of our confusion and uncertainty, or the judgment of our brothers and sisters from that ego place that keeps chewing the same gum again and again, lifetime after lifetime, and not learning any new lessons. The great awakening is real. And that may be one of the more powerful parcels in that parcel. And also that our vibrational coordinates in the new time and space is based on our ability to vibrate in certain levels of consciousness that permit our entrance vibrationally to where we want to go. Okay, this is the next to last parcel that we're going to review here is what will be new to your world in the coming days and weeks is the sense that the curtain is gone, that the curtain that the serpent wizard, if you will, has hidden behind while insidiously casting spells on humanity to have you believe that Oz was a God creation and that the serpent won the battle with Eve but lost the war with God centuries ago is gone. They're saying the curtain of that serpent wizard hiding behind those curtains, having us believe that it basically was eradicated from this planet is gone. The curtain of that is gone. What people will come to realize is that the serpent set up camp in God's world, in God's Eden, and allowed the theater to play on to have humanity believe that the serpent had slithered away and that God's banishment of Adam and Eve meant that God was back in charge. What a slithering, slick, tricky perception, just a tiny little refinement that it failed to clarify. It's like collusion by omission. The serpent just failed to mention in all of its propaganda and its knowledge that it's allowed us to have 3D knowledge of its story that it remained. It was not banished. No. Where did that serpent go? I'm not a biblical scholar, so I don't know the answer to that question. What does God do to the serpent except for make all snakes bear the brunt, I think, in some ways of how people will view snakes? But is that propaganda or is that true? Is that how the serpent became multiple serpents, serpentining a world that people believed was God's creation? Wow, that just occurred to me. So that requires for me taking that in a little bit more. It replicated itself. 
where it was supposedly judged and banished maybe by God to slither the earth as penance in that way. All it did was give itself permission to slither in its way and infiltrate in this insidious way, symbolically, that biblical dark demonic serpent's energy into every aspect of our lives in the God Eden that with all these serpents traveling around, these biblical serpents, these minions, they effectively usurped God's Eden while they let us believe that the serpent couldn't do things like that. That's powerful realization. Union with source in this 3D realm has always been a choice then, but it has often been the road less traveled to have a real relationship with source because the serpent did such a good job disguising himself as God's source creator and tricking the sentient life on this planet into believing they were free in a God creation. Yet the biblical serpent has been leaking and thus has been being revealed as God's biblical seasons to restore and reorient this planet to the living light codes again have unfolded, right? Union with source will continue to be a choice while at the same time, it will continue to be a necessity for the serpent's Eden doesn't have any true oxygen. Its life force has always been humanity's pain and suffering. That is what has powered its world. As more people wake up and see the serpent behind the curtain or in front of the curtain and the myriads of ways the serpent disguised itself and tricked humanity over the centuries, the majority of humanity's collective life force will stream into desiring to heal through harmony. It will stream into the desire to know God again on a deeper level than simply through the fruit of the tree of life. Knowing God in this way is through inner pathways of sentience. It isn't found in a book. It isn't found in an apple. It isn't found in seductive temptations. Knowing God at this higher level of sentience is deeply known, felt, sensed, and experienced within. Very powerful. It's time to know source again in this much more intimate, much more transparent with ourselves, much more engaged way. It is time, but it is also a choice. Change is inevitable, but ascension is a choice. Ascension is through the choice in many ways to have union with source through the breath and to cultivate and allow and embrace that real relationship with source. Very, very powerful insights in that. And the last key parcels to review. And this is the good news of the Great Awakening. Through the pain and exposures and revelations about the biblical serpent's manipulations and perpetrations, people will come to know source God creator again on a whole new level, such that never again can the promise of divine knowledge be able to be offered in something outside of yourselves, the apple, to attract your divine childlike innocence within the Adams and Eves you are. We all face apples every day, but after this experience and the storms roll on and the liberation unfolds, never again can the promise of divine knowledge that the serpent offered to Eve first and then to Adam be offered in something outside yourself represented in this apple 
to attract your divine childlike innocence, your wise is innocence that you did have inside, but it got usurped in the offering of knowledge you felt outside yourself as the Adam and Eve that you also are. There's a third dimensional Adam and Eve in us, and there's a fifth dimensional Adam and Eve in us. And we're awakening to the fifth dimensional Adam and Eve that is closing out the third dimensional Adam and Eve and gleaning the lessons. For you are rising to be evolved and emancipated Adams and Eves from the crumbling 3D matrix and movie. And in the grace of this extraordinary rising, you will recover more of the gift that it is to simply be you, to simply be who you are. You will find new joy in being you. You will find new joy in breathing your divine light and prana. And you will find new joy in sharing your talents with each other because in those energies, God's source creator shines in each and every divine expression. That is the simplicity that will be returning to you. For now, there is a crimson tide rising in the month of October to first expose the ways of the insidious and ancient biblical serpent and its present-day minions, and then to alchemize the darkness of such evil doings. Truth shall set you free will be more poignant in the coming weeks and months when biblical events ushering in a more public exposure of this biblical battle unfold. Remember your conscious breathing. Remember your conscious breathing. Remember your ability to neutralize the heat of the fire in red October and the hurricanes and storms where water is rising, disappearing, and resurfacing in other ways around the globe as well. This is the time of biblical revelations long foretold. Your conscious breathing is your ascension flotation device and your best arc in these revelatory and shifting times. Allow yourselves to be observers of the movies playing on and playing out simultaneously. Be the observer of the observer. Yes. Let's read that again. Be the observer of the observer and breathe your way into seeing interdimensionally or multidimensionally when you can the old movie theater that is crumbling and the new earth world that is only playing truth, revelations, emancipations, and divine unity on its world stages. The new earth world is playing truth, right? That's what's in the theater of the new earth world. Truth, uh, transparency, sovereignty, empowerment, revelations, emancipations, and divine unity. That's what's on its marquee. In the new world, that's what it's playing. In the new earth, that is what's playing is truth and transparency and divine goodness. In the old theater, it's all the gimmicks and the games of the rhetoric, the propaganda, the perpetrations of the propaganda, right? So we must be discerning and we can be more and more as the observer of the observer and allowing ourselves to fall into that hammock of grace in between the worlds and seeing both of them much more clearly now. You have all that you need within you in your partnership with Source and in your willingness to consciously breathe and to know that in your union with Source, all the answers, support, materials, resources, etc. that you need in these times lives in you. Very powerful insights to review and to feel and to bathe in those frequencies. That's worth a reread periodically through the month of October. And you can read that on my channel at FrequencyWriter.com. Okay, it appears on the screen for the Ascension Weather Forecast that I never changed anything from the last time, but perhaps a lot of this still applies. So maybe I'll read through a few of these things, maybe not all of it. The storms seem to be upon us. You can't go around them, under them, 
or over them. We have to go through them, right? As a world, as a collective, and as an individual sovereign soul. This was last Marinade's message, uh, Ascension Weather Forecast, and interesting how fitting it is. And we've also just been through Hurricane Ian and the kind of vibrational storms that we all went through simultaneously. Beyond umbrellas, rain boots, bottled water, and non-perishable food, we will need less tangible things too. We will need faith, compassion, neutrality, patience, strength, and fortitude. We will need source. We will need Gaia. We will need our guides to lead our hearts and our heart centers, right? And the awareness in our heart centers that's timeless and eternal through this deepest and broadest of awakenings. And we will also need each other in the times ahead. We will uncover and discover just how dear we are to each other. All of us are going to be rediscovering that beyond religion, beyond any of the barriers of things that we, that the serpent would like to divide us on. We are one human race. We are a precious human race rediscovering that the race of this 3D matrix and all of its duality games has led us to one place, to unity. The guides one shared, we are not designed to suffer, but we often suffer simply because we have forgotten the divine design. Very true in these times, right? Very true in the ego's already been chewed gum, which we talked about. People are suffering because they're still chewing the cud, the gum that the serpent gave them, and their egos just perpetuate the cycle. The serpent doesn't even have to tell the ego too much to keep chewing and keep chewing some more because the ego is a captive, willing participant for the most part in that story. It's the soul self. It's the higher self that knows I'm not chewing that gum. I'm not buying that gum. I'm not receiving the gum from everybody. I am a gum free zone, right? There is no ABC gum in my entire sacred space in my auric field. And we work at it. Our hearts do know the way now to this new earth garden of Eden. It was the illusion that led us to believe it didn't exist or that it was impossible to enter. The door is here. We know this grace and glory rising to meet us and the mind's ego need to know is what is dying along with the old paradigms, games, and serpent tricks. The ego, remember, is aligned with the serpent's games, with the serpent's protocols, with the serpent's gimmicks and duality games. The heart's eternal knowing is what is rising and that is what has always been within us, right? The serpent usurped our knowing. All we have to do is peel back all the moss, all that ABC gum. We stop engaging the ego's games of the ABC gum. We stop chewing on the pain. And what you'll have is your heart's eternal knowing that all is eternally well. It's time for our hearts to come out and lead us. That time for heart-led living is upon us. And that is still very much true in the storms of Red October right now. I have two brief songs to share that I pulled up that just had some energies that I want to seed in us for these times. One is called Awakening and by the Hillsong Worship Group. And uh, the album was called God is Able. People who are watching the video can see that on their screen. I'm going to read those lyrics of the song Awakening. This was new to me. I did not know about the song. And yet we can still celebrate its musical gifts for us. You can find this on YouTube. And the lyrics are as follows. In our hearts, Lord, in this nation, awakening, Holy Spirit, we desire awakening. For you and you alone, awake my soul, awake my soul and sing for the world you love. Your will be done. Let your will be done in me. In your presence, in your power, awakening. For this moment, for this hour, awakening. 
For you and you alone, awake my soul, awake my soul and sing. For the world you love, your will be done. Let your will be done in me. Like the rising sun that shines from the darkness comes a light. I hear your voice say, this is my awakening. In our hearts, Lord, in this nation, awakening, Holy Spirit, we desire awakening. Like the rising sun that shines, awake my soul. Awake my soul and sing from the darkness comes a light. Awake my soul, awake my soul and sing. In our hearts, Lord, in this nation, awakening, Holy Spirit, we desire awakening. That's a power affirmation for awakening. We are in the time of the grand return. We are in the time of the great awakening. That's a beautiful song to tune into. If you can find it online, you can find it on YouTube and I'm sure other places. And then this other song is very beautiful. I heard it years ago. And it called to me last night when I was putting the slideshow together. So I grabbed the lyrics and I shared it again. It is a song called 100,000 Angels by Lucinda Drayton. And it says, do you hear me calling you the voice of a mother and a father and a child? Would you recognize the truth? Do you feel the love that's falling from my eyes? Take just a moment, come and rest you by my side. Let me tell you your own story. Let me walk you through your life. Only a second. It's all it takes to realize there's a hundred thousand angels by your side. There's a hundred thousand angels woo, by your side. Do you hear me talk to you? I whisper through the doorways and pathways of your mind, clear like the morning dew and fresh from my journey cross an ocean of blue. Take just a minute, come and rest you by my side. Let me tell you your own story. Let me walk you through your life. Only a second is all it takes to realize there's a hundred thousand angels by your side. There's a hundred thousand angels here tonight. It's a very powerful vibrational song. It's got a vibration that really you enter this space where you feel the hundred thousand angels by your side, talking to you, communing with you, converging with you, helping you to achieve your highest good, your optimal timeline, your breath of the new earth prana. It's breathing with you your new life if you are willing to vision it and know it as so in this higher dimensional way. Very, very, very beautiful song. And lastly, what's next? You are these awakening multidimensional avatars now. You are the Noahs rising above the crimson tides on a whole new biblical scale than in Noah's timeline. The waves in your fall timeline may be immense. The storms may be huge. The heat of alchemical change and shifts required may be unfathomable as of yet. And yet you have the avatar soul skills to reach within and feel the power of your conscious breathing in union with source to launch a new multidimensional skill set for you to breathe through you, for you, and with your families and loved ones to reset your arc 
and unify your hearts with God's heart in these epic times. The alchemical heat and extraordinary storms of October 2022 already know their deep submission and surrender to awakened multidimensional unions with source and epic avatars. The storms will surrender to the awakened multidimensional unions with source of these epic avatars who is us, reclaiming our light, our sovereignty and prosperity and joy. The storms will surge and swell, but every awakened avatar and divine soul presence on planet earth is called up to the deck to breathe peace, prayer, safety, healing, and faith in source to write this upside down world in an epic, nearly overnight reset and reorientation to the God heart and the goodness in creation forevermore. Deep conscious breaths, feel your awakening or your awakened avatar essence within. You came for these times, breathe and feel this extraordinary connection with the timeless, eternal, and empowered essence inside you. So I can see by the time that has elapsed while I've been in these marinades messages with you, it has been a very, very meaningful, very lengthy review of this most recent tr transmission. I thank those who are still here with me at the end of the marinades messages. I wanna invite you to visit with me at frequencywriter.com. If you have subscribed and been unsubscribed, the unsubscribing is not me, it's my mail server. I just invite you to resubscribe if you found yourself unsubscribed. Same thing with YouTube, they play around with the shadow banning. So subscribe again and again if you need to, if you want to receive these messages. I do the same thing with other podcasts and broadcasts and blog artists and sites where I visit. I resubscribe when I notice that I've been unsubscribed. You can enjoy watching our Freeing an Incarcerated World film trailer directly through my website. You can subscribe on Color the Magic on YouTube. You can find me at Whole Soul Mastery on various other platforms. You can also search Marie Moeller or Frequency Writer. I will likely pop up. You can search wholesoulschoolandfoundation.org. You can go to our website and see our archival podcasts. And we put out new inspirations every month. So visit us at Wholesale Mastery and Wholesale School and Foundation on Rumble, OogTube, Twitter, Facebook, True Social, Telegram, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and others. I wanted to mention this today. If you want to learn more about the new quantum world of the Stellar Network and asset-backed digital currencies, I have limited time and space available for a few new coaching clients. I teach people what I have learned in the stellar world about how to enter that world and navigate this new exciting and expansive arena of digital currencies, but asset-backed digital currencies specifically and the new economy, the new earth economy. I am not a financial advisor, but I do mentor a number of souls in the setup process and teach the ins and outs of navigating this new stellar expansive network and this new world of asset-backed digital assets experiences. I don't have extensive availability, but I have availability for some. So if that piques your interest and you want to learn, 
reach out to me at frequencywriter at gmail.com if you have interest in a session and moving forward with that. Additionally, if you have interest in everyday, very common, non-toxic products for your cleaning supplies, laundry, soaps, and shampoos that are made in the USA, I am enjoying Melaleuca products. They're called the Wellness Company, I believe, for a reason because of their non-toxic nature in all of their products. And I, for years, have been on the search for better and better products to get the toxic products that I, along with many other people, have bought for years. These are very clean, and I've been pleasantly surprised over the last many months of the laundry detergent, the household cleaning supplies, um, and many other things. And if you have interest in learning about those products, especially as we see supply chain issues, I think that Melaleuca may also prove to be uh, an asset and a, and a NOAA preparation for these times. Those kinds of direct shipped companies, especially for those in the US, may, may be a good thing to consider for yourself if that appeals to you. I invite you to email me at frequencywriter at gmail.com if you have interest in getting set up with a Melaleuca account and ordering those products for you and your family. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you for joining me. I invite you to please subscribe, like, and share this video and subscribe multiple times. If you continue to get unsubscribe, it's not me doing those things. I welcome your soul presence and I appreciate your spending this time with me. I want to thank you for visiting with me today to the end in these marinades messages. And I will see you again soon for another transmission from the Arcturian Collective. Be safe, be well, stay in your conscious breathing, you know, really align your heart with the God heart, align your chakra pillar with the God heart, and know that together we are rising. Blessings, everyone. I'll see you soon.